Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. We're back. We were here, then we were gone, then we were here again, then we were gone again, and now we're back. How it goes. That's life, baby. Uh, I hope. Well, not really. <laughs> yeah, just just in, in and out of consciousness. Bit. Yeah. Sleep, wake, transcending, perhaps. Oh, right. Sorry, I forgot I was speaking to a... Three types a, of consciousness. Is that true? Well, I can't, you know, obviously spill oh all the secrets. Oh, my God. But... <laughs> We're getting a little bit of it. Uh, no, that's... Uh, yeah, it's like, um, you know, the surface of the water, and then you just, you know, try to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper is the, the central visual metaphor. I'm not explaining it very well. I have the David Lynch like book about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm saying but his anything. book is also like doesn't really make sense. I love David Lynch as a filmmaker and I read that book and I thought it was not great. So Well, there's like one word on every page and it's just like <laughs> it's like swim in the water or something. I don't even remember. Yeah, because it was sort of like halfway between a like TM sort of spiritual book and then halfway between like one of those like this is how you get writing and like, you know, be creative type of books. Yeah, a little bit of both. Uh, which those ones have never like the Stephen King one. I also didn't like and I feel like a couple of other of those books. I read Bird by Bird. I thought was really good. Oh, John really likes that one. I don't know that I've read it. It's it's good. It like works. It's just like well written and like nice to read, yeah. which I think is also why people like the Stephen King one. Um, we had to read um, screenplay by Sid Field in my class. Class was that worth it? Yeah, that's good. I'd actually read it before. It's like yeah. a. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of standard, but it's good. Um. I read um, read, um which one by Aristotle. Oh God, I had to read that in in um I think freshman year of college. Yeah, yeah, I've had to read it in every. I remember nothing. Really? Oh, but I mean, no, nothing. I mean, that one of uh, Kierkegaard's Fear and Trembling. Definitely don't remember anything of that. There are all these books. What's that uh, one about? But that's not about like writing. No, it's like it's philosophy. Like... Yeah, it's like it was just like standard freshman, whatever. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I did read. I would not call it a good book. Um, that sort of pertains to our subject matter over the break. Uh, over our self-imposed break. 
Well, real life is like a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, you know, I have a good excuse. Uh, it was my mom's 70th birthday. So we were at, um, got a house at Newport Beach in Orange County, only a mile down the road from the Costa Mesa Goop Yourself or Goop Kitchen. Why Newport Beach? Uh, so it was sort of just like, we, she wanted to be on the beach and we originally were going to try to go to Hawaii, but then it was like, you know, the horrible fire and plane tickets were really expensive. It was like a combination of, we just didn't get our act together to go to Hawaii. And then it was just like, what sort of down the California coast do you think will be somewhat warm in January? And, Mm -hmm. um, and then my sister was just like, I booked a house in Newport beach. All right. Was it good? Was it warm? It was, I mean, it was January, so it was like warmer than it would have been if they had stayed in, you know, Northern California, but it wasn't like, you know, there was like not very many people were like hanging out on the beach, but it was really pretty. And Newport is, I mean, it's a gorgeous town. I don't know that it would be like my top like vacation destination. It's really Republican. Very Republican. We literally hung out right in the area where like arrested development was based because there were the dueling banana stands that's so funny Frozen banana stands right there which was <laughs> i did not know it was a real thing which was really funny uh but anyway so we got back and you know i have to go to the doctor every three months my blood work came back perfect everything was right. wonderful except my little blood glucose was still high so I thought, what better way to figure out how to lower my blood glucose than to read a diet book called um, The Glucose Revolution, mm. <laughs> The Life-Changing Power of Balancing Your Blood Sugar. Was it good? No. Well, I listen, I listened to the audiobook, honestly, and it was by, it's by this woman, Jessie Inchospe, who is french or french born because she has a french accent and she has dubbed herself on social media the glucose goddess mm-hmm. so perhaps i don't know if any i think she's like has a pretty healthy following so maybe some of you are familiar with her work um and at the time when i was listening you know like i guess with any of these books you're like listening to them or reading them and you're like oh my god this is like life-changing you know this is so simple it's like totally gonna like change you know, my relationship to food and my body. Uh, and it's, it's so easy to like implement this strategy and then you finish it and like, you might do it for like a day or something. And then you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I don't do that anymore, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't really, I haven't read like, aside from like goop yourself homework, like where I'm reading like Will Cole's book or whatever. I haven't like read a diet book in years. And this, this one, it is, like it seems simple, but then if you actually try to do what it says, you're like, oh, this is so disordered. Like what? So, okay. Basically she's her big thesis is like the order that you eat foods in is like so important on how much your glucose spikes, like when you're eating. You think it's true? I mean, I don't know. It Like it might very well be true, but I don't know that it would be so hard to like live your life like this. So you're basically, I mean, she does say, you know, drink a whole cup of water with a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar first thing when you get up like blah 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 i mean that's i think obviously yeah like yeah yeah but then she's saying for every meal 
you what you do is you have to eat all your like fiber and vegetables first then you move to fat and protein and then at the end you can do like any starch or sugar that's on the plate even though like you probably shouldn't eat that much starch or sugar to begin with which sounds like sort of okay if let's say if you're eating like um you know like a piece of like a chicken breast with then a side of broccoli and then like a little bit of rice then you can be like okay i'm eating the broccoli first then i'm eating the chicken and then i'm eating the rice which is like not that weird but then in a lot of meals if you're having like tacos or a salad or whatever that so i was like eating these tacos and i'm like well i'm first i'm like picking out the like salsa and the like the onions first and then i'm eating the shrimp and that then sounds at, like a disgusting way to eat a taco. And then at the end, you're I'm just, just like licking the salsa tortilla. off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is like an eat straight up eating disorder. If anyone eats like this for every meal, I can't believe you did that. I yeah, did it for like, one meal yeah. as like research. Okay, that's fair. And then after that, I was like, this is so fucked up. I can't keep doing this. No, it's uh, so. So then, I stopped. But then what I did do is like, and this is probably a good idea. I just was like, okay, I'm not. I'm not really going to, I'm not going to be like strict about it, but I'm like for dinner, I'm not going to like go out of my way to eat carbs. Like I'm not going to make like rice or like have bread at dinner and just because of your glucose problem. What did your doctor say to do? Well, my doctor. So here's the moral of the story. My doctor, I mentioned it and he's like, oh, like that's totally fine. Cause you didn't fat. Cause you're supposed to fast for like eight to 10 hours before this test, but like Mm -hmm. to get your glucose in a resting state or whatever you're really supposed to fast for like 16 hours so Mm -hmm. he thought that um it was totally normal and that i don't need to do anything (laughs) so uh but yeah i mean you know you can never be too too safe or too disordered in this world yeah anyway i got this book at the used bookstore that I haven't read yet. It's on my pile. It's called From Acupuncture to Yoga, Alternative Methods of Healing by Brent Q. Hafen. And they couldn't find a Z? They were like from A to Y? No, but this was before Zumba. This is like- Oh, a, oh that's cool. Book. Isn't it yeah. cool? It's yeah. like, it looks like it's from the 70s, but it's actually from 1983. All right. And it's just like, Chapter one, the concept of holistic health from, okay, I can't say either of the two terms that they use to describe the next two um, types of medicine because they're racist. Wait, it's not Eastern or what? It's O. Is one of them start with an O? Yeah. And then what's the other one? The other one is, I don't know if this term is actually antiquated. I just don't know how good, how much we want to see it in a book about like healing practices. It's called From the First Thing to American Indian. It's fine. Oh, American Indian. American Indian, I think is okay. Oh, sure. I mean, okay. Yeah. Major comprehensive systems, then diagnostic methods, the human healers, physical regimens, mental and spiritual regimens healing substances machines and instruments and then you get to the appendix so i'm looking forward to this bad boy i don't know i'm sure i i'm really looking forward to like what kind of stuff there's like diagrams of like the human eye this looks like something to do with like maybe reiki or something stuff about like your feet you know 
That sounds really fun. There's like a graph of your feet and it says like this part is for like your lungs. This is for your shoulder, your liver. Like it's stuff about acupuncture. Have you ever gotten acupuncture? Uh, no, I haven't. Me but neither. I went with my grandparents when I was a little girl to go get it. They really? used to get it all the time. I want to get it. I, I feel like it's I think it by, works. Yeah, I think it's covered by insurance too. Yeah, it is covered by insurance. I should um get my doctor. It doesn't to really work. Someone. It's they say it's just um the placebo effect. But that works. But the placebo, placebo effect works. I think so. Uh well, you have to keep us posted on the like tips and tricks you learn from the yeah, 1980s been, racially I've, problematic health book. I've been making my way through fucking tender as the night, and then I'll read this. Tender of the night is boring. Oh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, I read that a long time ago, but I don't really remember it. I never. Read, I mean, I read The Great Gatsby, and I liked it. In in high school, I read it, and then I was like, I should read something else by this man. You know which one I like is um Beautiful and the Damned. Oh, is that one good? It's in, it's like dark. It's like the, I think the most like autobiographical about his marriage. Uh, this one dark. is like that too. Yeah, it's like about like a famous guy and his like insane wife, and he's having yeah. an affair with like a starlet, and they're okay. all alcoholics, and she, the wife is crazy. But it's boring. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it wouldn't be, but it's kind of a slog. Uh, I'm just reading a really fun nonfiction book called Oscar Wars, and it's just about like different years of the Oscars. And Gwyneth mm -hmm. gets a chapter, but I haven't gotten there yet. I'm in the 70s. A whole chapter. About the 99 Oscars, like Saving Private Ryan versus Shakespeare in Love. Mm -hmm. She's on the cover, too, of the book. Wow. Right in the middle. Yeah, well, they know she's, she moves product. She does. Uh, um, oh, I also did one more nutritional thing. This okay. I, um, I added... If longtime listeners of Goop Yourself will remember when I used to um, buy uh, bootleg Chinese herbs off Amazon and press my own you pills. almost killed yourself, yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, your heart rate was accelerated. My heart rate might have gotten a little elevated. Uh, but, well, I'm back on uh, the berberine. But not, I didn't That's make the pills. The thing, that was the thing that got you. This time I went to totally FDA approved, 20,000 five-star reviews on Amazon, Pills already pressed. I'm not making my own. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just taking one in the morning. Uh, this is another like blood glucose thing, supposedly. Uh, just adding it to my regimen. It might not be a permanent addition, but I'm just you know testing it out. First day, I was a little hyper. After that, leveled off. I don't even feel it anymore. So, 500 milligrams, 250. It's not very much. I. signed up i restarted class pass this is my like health no thing um i don't know how much i'm gonna actually use it i was sort of sad because i thought i had it and then i stopped using it so now class pass you can get like um like you can get services like you can get your hair done and stuff and like your nails done okay in addition to the classes but then they were like, come back for $5 and you can restart it. So I was like, yeah, I'll do this for a month and I'll go and I'll get like a massage or something for free. But then they were like the massages and stuff. You have to pay the full 89 bucks for the $5. You can only get classes. And 
I already have a gym with classes and I don't know how much I'm going to use it. So I was like, nah, I guess I'll go at least once because I paid five bucks for it already. Yeah. And then you can cancel. Yeah. I guess I'll find something to do. I was thinking about rejoining a gym um, just to go once or twice a week on the days when I'm not playing tennis and do the treadmill or something. Yeah. But I just want, I might just rejoin that gold's gym in the mall. Cause it's like $25 a month. Yeah. If I don't you, need it. If you'll drive to it, then you should do it. Yeah, and it's like the closest. They were gonna turn that that giant abandoned Toys R Us by my house into a gym, but then they never did. And it's now oh, it's gosh. just that's a perfect place for a gym. I know so it was so big, but it looks like a depressing like Planet Fitness or something, which is exactly what I would be in the market for. Yeah, uh, I need my gyms to be fancy, except for the gym I go to now is not. Yeah, I I've never. See, I've never joined a fancy gym. I feel like if I did, I wouldn't be able to go back. You can't go back. It's it's like, honestly, like every gym, I'm like, since I was a member of Equinox, I'm like disgusted. Yeah. Like, ew. Where are the, I'm like, I like expect like a bunch of like people to come and like clean up after me after I take a class, number one. I'm like, where is the sauna? Where is the fucking like cold eucalyptus towel? The best thing mm. about Equinox. It's worth it for the cold eucalyptus towel alone. That sounds lovely. At Gold's Gym, they just have like a like a crunchy towel right out of like the the like the dryer without any fabric softener. It's like it's insane. Yeah. There is a sauna there, though. Yeah. And I never once went in the sauna at Equinox, but I just like to know that I could. Yeah, exactly. Who has the time, really? What am I going to do? Like, go in that fucking sauna with all these people? Also, when I first joined, they made you wear the mask in it. And I was like, no. Like a face mask. Yeah, wow. That's when I quit Gold's was during the pandemic and I they reopened like in like April of 2020 and I just canceled my membership because I was like a good little COVID person. <laughs> I mean, no, this was like well after. Oh, that. and they were still. It was like when I moved to Sherman Oaks. So that was like 2021. No, two. Wow. It was right. like last year. Yeah uh i'm getting quick... close to my birthday i don't want to talk mm. about it actually though go on <laughs> oh i was gonna say just like quickly uh do some gwyneth news before because we have yeah, two let's do, let's talk we have about two gwyneth. receipts let's... to talk about before we even talk about the newsletters all right so quick gwyneth news nothing really happened except brad's new netflix show debuted i will not be watching it it's with michelle yo it sounds like it's actually sort of a fun premise it's like um a guy moves from Taiwan to LA and he doesn't realize he's like the heir to like a like a Taiwanese mob family or something and then his mom is Michelle Yeoh who's like the head of the mob I don't know if that's the premise but that's what it seems like it would be I don't know I assume you didn't watch it no, I didn't watch it. I it didn't was even like, know it was already on. I thought it was like coming soon. So no, they went to the premiere. Um, this is like Brad's first, I guess it's his like first big show without Ryan Murphy, but then he still also has a co-writer. So it's like we never are actually gonna know if Brad can actually string a sentence together or he's just coasting on his, 
you know, connections and former uh, personal trainer status. Yeah, that we made up. That we made up. Because, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the, this was advertised as like, oh, Brad, Brad Falchuk's first like debut, you know, show running thing without Ryan Murphy. But then this one, he just has like another guy that's quote, like, I don't know, supposedly allegedly doing all the work while he allegedly rakes in the big bucks. Oh, but Gwyneth, the, the, the only interesting thing about this premiere is People Magazine got Gwyneth to say her like ins and outs for 2024, you know, like what everyone's doing on social media. Oh, that's media. good. Yeah. Although I hate all of those, but what did she say? She said her ins were, would, are peace, understanding, rest, and more alcohol. And ins? then, yeah, those are ins. And then outs are, abject righteousness not wanting to understand other people's points of view and really big shoulder pads so okay whatever i i feel like she really was dressed at this premiere to be like supportive mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like she's definitely not stealing the show with this outfit even though it's like I don't know. I don't know if it's like her the way that she's like taking this photograph or whatever. Like if the way if it's the way that she's posing because it's like the super low scoop neck like burgundy thing. Like I think it's like a a top and pants and a skirt. I don't think it's a dress. Is it a dress? Let's see. It's like two different fabrics, but it's oh like yeah, yeah. No, it's two different fabrics because that was the other thing. I think she got a little blowback because people were saying like matching tops and bottoms are out for 2024. So then she oh, like no. had like a cheeky little rebuttal on Instagram. I don't know, but no, this I don't is, know about I, that either. But I feel like these giant earrings, these are very like Jen Gunter earrings. That would just be so funny if she like got a perm and started wearing flu vogs. <laughs> oh my god wouldn't that be amazing um wow jen gunder's really fallen off the map since the demise of twitter it's really funny i just saw her she was like someone tweeted like an a baby formula um recipe because they were like you know this is like healthier than oh. and she was like i hope you get sued and i hope everyone <laughs> who who endorses gets sued if you kill a baby for eating this formula oh my god oh you know who's Which is true. you shouldn't make that formula that's really bad for babies it is bad wait you know who's interviewing her at the 92nd street why oh god who samantha b unemployed oh talk show my host, samantha b that's the worst person to be that who else who else would even say yes i mean talk about like how could any sorry how could anyone leave that interview and not become a raging misogynist i don't know uh but it makes perfect sense they are two peas in a pod that's disgusting okay i do um, like Gwyneth's okay, earrings at this premiere what i do like her big earrings Gwyneth's earrings at the um oh at the premiere. i guess i don't know they're they're big they're very mature looking yeah yeah which I, they're a little countess luann yeah i said dr jen you said Countess mm. Luann. <laughs> two fashion icons and then brad in the tan suit very obama-esque yes and michelle yo um, in like a 
leopard robe or something yeah she was wearing a robe um oh shade from gwyneth really big uh shoulder pads who is that? Say that at the premiere oh because michelle yeah but that's i can't she said it right next to michelle i mean michelle Yeoh's Wait, shoulder did she pads. say it at that night or she I said it after no i think it was i think she was interviewed that night but oh michelle Yeoh's shoulder pads aren't that big i can't she wasn't there that. that's but, that's kind of interesting to me. I'm sure it was unintentional. Yeah, it was just a Freudian. I mean, or maybe never. <laughs> no, a fellow never. Oscar winner. She would never insult, you know. But interesting. Her husband's leading lady. Yeah. Uh so oh, do you have any ins or outs? I mean, I know you said you don't like doing it. Do I have so ins I, and outs? It's announced for the year as we're, you know, no, cultural I'm not, commentators. Do, do you um no I thought of a few in my out is ins and outs and my in (laughs) is um just just relax just just relax Relax. I mean I would never put it on social media but I did think what's your in and out so well my ins are okay I've had this in the last few years and it still hasn't happened but I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep going is cabbage is eventually going to become the it vegetable so i'm saying cabbage is in okay i'm also saying ipas are going to be back in this 2024 is going to be ipa I feel like ipas are too like they're too far gone like i don't think that they're ever they think, never they never went out as in stop being on the menu everywhere they just got like associated with an annoying type of customer but they didn't like stop like i don't think they ever went down in popularity i think they became more popular oh you think so i just don't think that like they could come back in because they still are like extremely popular but just like not with the right type of people so oh i'm just thinking there's and maybe this whole... even i don't even know who maybe even with them i don't know they just got associated with like annoying like guy like yeah like like over the hill hipstery brooklyn douchebag guy i just think there's a whole new generation of gen z drinkers that don't have the cultural baggage and i feel like i feel I'll... like without the cultural baggage you would never start to get into ipa the only reason to like ipas is because you're an alcoholic and gen z isn't alcoholic mm, all right well okay so we'll see you maybe maybe that was jumping the gun my opinion and then my other in is uh patchouli scents for men and women that's just what you personally like though yeah but i think i think it's i think i'm a trend center. <laughs> Maybe. and then outs is gonna be things with adaptogens in it like it's too much uh carnivore diets are just gonna go completely out and i do think fancy tinned fish is gonna go out this year i think fancy tinned fish is already over i think the adaptogens are like yes sort of but i think that like it's not it's not a prediction that it's gonna be in it already is but like everybody's getting sober everybody's drinking mocktails and like every mocktail has like adaptogens or some fucking shit in it but i, I guess i, mean, I guess think when that it's just whole... said alcohol is gonna be yeah in. no i think that whole wellness thing like i think this year because you know the economy's shit uh we're probably like at war again like starting today uh, really yeah we invaded like yemen 
today. America did? Mm-hmm. Because of the Houthis. Okay. Uh, or we bombed somebody. I don't know. Anyway, I think people are going to be like, this is the apocalypse. Fuck. I think it's like, it's going to be like post 2011 or post 9-11, like big IPAs, like double bacon mac and cheese. My God. I think we're back to like not healthy things. Maybe. I do think that alcohol is going to continue. I think people are going to keep not drinking. I do think that. I think people are going to keep drinking less and less. All right. I'm drinking. I mean, it's like, I can't, you can't go anywhere without. A sober person? No, like the menu, like there's so many, um, like alcohol alternatives Mm. and all this stuff. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just because I'm getting older. Uh, it just seems like everybody's sober. Yeah, I think that's part of it is probably getting older. But no, you're you're also right that like I think people in their early twenties were not drinking at the levels that we were drinking when we were at, in our early twenties. I sure. really don't think they are. I don't know. I could just be not seeing it, but it's like when I was in my early twenties, I was like a fucking blackout alcoholic, and I don't even know these people are not living like that but, but you're also going you're also hanging out with 20 or some things that are in like grad school that are like very responsible school. like yeah you know. yeah true uh know. we'll see we'll see shall we move on to our let's talk about the receipt receipt we're backed up we missed a week because and they still haven't um fix their website so like if you if you search for the receipt the one from before christmas still doesn't come up in it's weird anyway but it's it's published it's just not on like the the home page for the receipt okay wait are you doing the newsletter writer i am no first i'm gonna do the earlier one the 29 year old public radio reporter on 56k in Asheville, north carolina and then we'll do the pharmaceutical manager slash news writer, letter writer, 90K, Washington, D.C. Okay. All right. Hang on. Honestly, I'm not even seeing the 29. That's what I'm telling you. It's not. It's like you have to just search um, Google uh, receipt public radio Asheville. And then it'll like it'll pop up in Google. But it's not on the homepage. I'm trying to bury it why i don't know i think no i think whoever is whoever is the webmaster at bon appetit just fucked up i don't think it's for a reason but uh all right let's see what this guy eats all right so this is it's um she her uh public so a public radio reporter seems like a fun job 56k that's like i don't know i would expect a public radio reporter to make a little more than that but i guess not it's public radio so and Asheville. I mean, you know, you get some bang for your buck, I guess. I think that's, I think that's fine. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, clearly. Uh, So she's 29. Um, She, her rent is 875. Great. Um, $50 student loans. She has some uh, TV, you know, streaming subscriptions. Um, she has a couple of Substack newsletters, uh, blah, 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 internet. Anyway, diet, 
The only thing she doesn't eat is raw jalapenos and steak tartare or any mushy raw meat. Okay. Okay. Grocery store staples, sweet potatoes, Greek yogurt, salmon, sourdough bread, salad greens, cheese, rice, chili crisp. Oh, my God. Baked tofu, marinated tempeh, chicken thighs, olive oil, eggs, flaky salt. Dines out a few times a week. Uh, likes to cook dinner as much as possible with leftovers. She went out as a kid only once every couple of weeks. Um, basic like her parents cooked you know balsamic vinaigrette spinach salad gnocchi spaghetti blah 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 um then all right so she monday her partner brings her a cup of penny cup pour over coffee have you heard of this penny cup i haven't is that like the company the coffee brand i mean I the guess store. So, yeah uh yeah i guess it's like the brand or a roastery i have no idea and then later she does oh she's getting up late 10 30 a.m she's doing a smoothie apple butter frozen banana pear walnuts oat milk that sounds gross to me it's a little her smoothie yeah it's a little sweet yeah to... i like a little bit more i don't know something green yeah and then and and just, I don't want apple butter in it. Is that what I read? Yeah, apple butter. That is weird. I would put that, I like to put a little almond butter on top. Ooh, like so you blend it and then put the almond butter on top? Yeah, I've been blending it and then I put a little almond butter and a little granola on top and then I like eat it like with a spoon. That it's sounds so great. It's really good. Wow. Did you think of that yourself? Well, it's because I was like trying to make like acai bowls and fucking them up. And so then I was just how I eat a smoothie. <laughs> no, it's like, that's genius. Thanks. Uh, okay. And then trigger warning. There's going to be a lot of Trader Joe's in this fucking food diary. Yeah. So she's doing Trader Joe's marinated teriyaki tofu. This is for lunch with Trader Joe's miso crunch salad. Ooh, those Trader Joe's salad. I mean, Trader Joe's is horrible for lots of reasons, but those like $3.99 salads that you get are so bad. It's like They're so bad. really bad. Yeah. Uh, then for dinner, oh, she's like definitely a Bon Appetit. Obviously she like sent, she wrote into Bon Appetit, but she's like a big like New York Times and Bon Appetit recipe person. For sure. Oh, recipes. Okay. So she for dinner, she riffs on Eric Kim's guachujang buttered noodles recipe, adding pan fried shrimp and short rib broth to the sauce of butter, gochujang, honey, and rice vinegar. Sounds rich, but sounds tasty. I think that this person's taste profile is like rich, like bold flavors. Like that smoothie sounded bold as hell. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is Asheville, North Carolina. We'll see a trend. All of these like restaurants that she's going to go to are very like, like nom nom, you know, chicken katsu sam mo mm. sam does with like it's like very like nom yeah, nom 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 yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's this week. I guess it's like the mayoral race in Asheville. So like all week she's just like interviewing mayoral candidates uh and then she's right she's that her she's like an npr reporter okay here's her coffee order talking about rich nom nom foods yeah noon on tuesday she's doing an iced sweet potato oat milk latte topped with sprinkles of cinnamon and a vegan marshmallow 
yeah, like that's, first of all, just take your little ass to Starbucks, okay? Get a pumpkin spice latte because that's what you want at this point. Like if you're making these poor baristas who like think that they're above all of this, like somehow like work some shitty bullshit oat milk, sweet potato concoction to make you something that will, let's be honest, you're trying to approximate the flavor of a pumpkin spice latte. That's what they're going for there. So just like be the grown up you're pretending to be and get a fucking cup of coffee or just get the sugar bullshit that you want. I mean, to her credit, I do feel like this was, I'm sure on the menu there. It wasn't like she was. No, no, no. I'm not saying that it's not on the menu. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm not saying that she like made that up. <laughs> she's like, uh, do you have sweet potato lattes? Can you like mix? <laughs> she, like Can Brad Falchuk. Like a nom nom sweet potato. Ooh, do you have vegan marshmallows? Mm. Uh, yeah. And then, okay, this is like making me feel sick already. So she has this latte at noon and then at two she gets what's called an Italian stallion sandwich from a place called Loretta's that I feel like I already know what's on the sandwich, but I could be wrong. I mean, you, you name it. It's on it. It's mortadella. So prasada, capicola, salami, ham, banana peppers, lettuce, lettuce, tomato. I mean, you don't, that's not a normal thing for an Italian sandwich, but wait, what was the thing that wasn't normal? Lettuce and tomato. Is it not? I feel like a real Italian deli is not going to put lettuce and tomato on their sandwich. They just put the meat and cheese and that's it? Meat and cheese, maybe a little olive oil, you know. Yeah. But this I don't know. Is, I never eat that food. It's, um, I mean, the amount of nitrates. It's scary I to even contemplate it. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, then she's working out after the sandwich. That it sounds that's, like a recipe uh, for this vomit. Girl, fuck this person. Like, I'm sorry. Like, she is like... This girl, like her stomach is made out of steel. Yeah. So she's eating that at two. Then she's doing a, she says a quick workout. And then she's done with the workout by 445. So she's going from okay, so Italian she sandwich. To, she went to the workout right after that Italian yeah. sandwich. She's nom nomming with one hand and Zumbaing with the other. And digesting yeah. with the other and doing Zumba. Wow. This girl, good for her. More yeah. power to her. And then. Oh God. And then she's in a, God, NPR. She's at a meeting until 9 PM. And so she's just doing Trader Joe's dried mango, more almond, almond butter covered almonds. That's like the most Trader Joey thing I can even imagine buying. Slices of Spanish cheese. And she's doing more cheese and then crackers. I mean, I guess that's, yeah. And then, Ooh. And then at 10 PM, she's having dinner. Oh my God. Her stomach. She's doing, Jesus Christ, curried rice and chicken with more sweet potatoes, not latte, lots of garlic and ginger with fucking heaping spoonfuls of Trader Joe's crunchy chili onion peanuts and yogurt at 10 p.m. Damn. Good God. What a day. What a day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank God she doesn't eat breakfast the next day. She says breakfast slips my mind. Um, But then... 12.37 p.m. the next day, she's doing local Caribbean restaurant, Nine Mile. She's getting curry, more, oh, it's leftover, curry chicken and rice with a fried egg, hot sauce. Oh, my God. And then at dinner, 
she can't do two she can't do another meal of curried chicken so she gets a kale caesar oh with fried chicken of course from a place called homegrown which is like another like nom nommy place homegrown unfortunately that sounds like something that would be in la not homegrown but there are there is a restaurant there called home that i hate uh-huh. where i feel oh. like get a fried chicken caesar salad for sure you know in 10 years of la i've never gone to that place home there are two locations and they're it's a race to the bottom which one is worse and i cannot <laughs> i don't understand why that place is still open and like everything else closes whatever that place has been open for years for years yeah it's i, I drive past well the they close the one of them the one in like um in silver lake changed to ivanhoe a few years ago but the one in los Feliz is still like going oh, strong did? Mm-hmm. but i think that ivanhoe place might be closed now too i don't know uh and then her partner gets a redneck cuban sandwich which it, she doesn't describe what it means i'm curious we gotta know does what that have pimento cheese or something i don't know i'm sure it's good yeah uh Oh, God. And then she orders, I didn't even highlight this, a side of mashed potatoes with gravy. <laughs> with, on the side? On the side of her fried chicken. This woman. Okay. Good for her. <laughs> then the next day, let's see. She just has coffee for breakfast. And then at noon, she's doing sushi. Um. Oh, but she doesn't even get sushi. They just order sushi and she gets a massive bowl of spicy miso ramen with corn, boiled eggs, and katsu chicken, another fried chicken. She's just getting fried chicken on everything. Wow. Okay. So but it's this ra- is the first this is her first meal of the day. This is her first meal of the day. She's doing intermittent fasting. Okay. <laughs> and then that night she's making Kendra Vakulin's spicy salmon roll bowl. Ooh, I want to make that. That's a bon appetit thing um and another hard-boiled egg oh god and then she just puts camembert cheese and brioche crackers on it she's like well like let's see another no i think it's on the side she has the salmon roll bowl another hard-boiled egg drizzled in chili crisp a few chunks of camembert cheese with i think she's just binge eating she's just in her gotta be on the side (laughs) yeah it has it's, to be on the side. it's hard to call quit it's hard to call it quits she says this is 5 p.m okay. then at 8 20 p- if i would but everything she's see like i'm just gonna interject again sure. really quickly and i think that this is all of our problem listen i get it camembert cheese salmon these are delicious like if i had it in the house i would eat it too i think that we all need to take a fucking break right Say, like, how much do we make a year? Like, are we making $50,000 a year? Okay. So maybe every single day, we don't need to be like Epicurean gourmands. And maybe once in a while, you could just like eat a peanut butter sandwich or something. That's all I'm saying. And maybe then you wouldn't also be like, and then I had to eat so much of it because everything I ate was so delicious. I I mean, and I'm not, I'm not telling anyone what to do because God forbid, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just saying like, I feel like we have this fixation on food and it's getting out of hand. Uh, I agree. And yet if people didn't have fixations on food, um, the Bon Appetit receipt column wouldn't exist. So, and we wouldn't be sitting here just like it out loud as dissecting this poor woman's diet. Well, she, you know, yeah, she, she's, yeah, she, she put it out there. Uh, and then so that 5 p.m. salmon bowl slash camembert feast wasn't enough. So at 8.20, she's cooking dinner. Oh, that wasn't dinner? 
Jesus Christ. Okay, that she was a, a snack. Late, well, because she had a late everything. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, yeah. So now she's doing. Oh God, she's cooking fresh salmon that she bought from Trader Joe's. That's a recipe for listeria. Well, that's or dyed something. salmon. Yeah, dyed. Yeah, red Which number five. Which is like five. the only kind I ever get. Who am I kidding? But still. Uh, so she's doing miso marinated salmon. Oh, she's roasting broccoli, but with sesame oil. Gochu. Gochujaro? Is that different than Gochujang? I don't know. And then Furikaki. She really needs to like get a grip and not go to Trader Joe's anymore. Yeah. Uh, so she's making a sushi casserole with That's kimchi, like spicy mayo. Is. And then she's gorging on Halloween candies, Reese's peanut butter, pumpkins, almond joys. Oh my God. That sounds good. It does sound good. All right. I so do that- always want to make one of those they make them on tiktok it's like they just put all the sushi stuff in a big casserole dish yeah and then cover it in like a huge like blanket of sushi rice and it looks so good and i always like want one and i want to like eat the whole thing but it does sound really good i'll never make one so it doesn't matter uh and the next day she's for breakfast she's doing leftover my god more oh i guess they have so much curry chicken and rice so she's doing (laughs) that plus a few scrambled eggs plus avocado uh and more hot sauce and then with her leftover salmon for lunch she does the emily mariko viral salmon bowl that mm-hmm. day so she's just she's just on I tiktok felt it coming yeah I it's felt happening that Marie, emily mariko bowl coming yeah uh again this that is really that good that emily mariko bowl is fucking good she's hypnotic emily mariko i have to say she is hypnotic Oh, she's uh, she's on my outlist for 2024. Yeah, no, I think she's I think it was it was too much because she was like in the front row of all these like big fashion shows this year for like fashion week. It was like too much. Uh, yeah, she got engaged and she made salmon. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's the weekend in Asheville, North Carolina. And you know what that means? What? Breweries. Of course. These people Why love I? their fucking breweries. Here we go with it here. And then talk about bringing back the IPA. See, this is what yeah. I mean. It never left. Like these people, the the IPA business is going strong. It's just <laughs> you're not buying them. Uh, so 7.08 p.m. Her partner and I are celebrating the start of the weekend. Oh, what better thing to celebrate? They go to that's out. Nice. That's that's it is fun. Cute. I wish I had that kind of like, oh, it's Friday. Uh, I know. Friday night, I'm just like, is there a new drag race? Let's go to sleep at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, you know, let me eat a cookie in the dark. And <laughs> anyway, not these people. They're going to Outsider Brewing with a few few pal, pals. Uh, and there's um, an El Salvadorian food truck out back, but she's too full. Wow. First thing for everything. Brian, I don't think that this girl is like eating too much. I just think the flavors are too. <laughs> flavor, I just it's... think it's too. She's not eating too much food. It's just. It's all too much. Do you know it's, what I mean? Yeah. It's not like too many calories. It's just, it is too much. It's, she's going too hard. It's too many flavors. It's too, yeah. It's, it's too much of all of it. It's too much but that's of all, all of these people in this um, thing. Because they're showing off. So. Yeah. No, it's like your week really- of, yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta just go for it. Yeah. So at the brewery, here we go. She orders a house IPA and she snags her friend a beer to 1541 for two beers. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, for LA, it's great. For Asheville, I would, you know, expect nothing less. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she's doing a, a Owl's Brew Boozy Tea. I don't want to know what that is. 
Mm-mm. And then she's scarfing down these sour cream and onion corn puffs from Trader Joe's. This is when she's already back home. So I guess. Oh, okay. That's not so bad. She had two drinks and then she's. Yeah. Like, oh, and fine. she, and all she did was she nibbled from her friend's pupusa from the food truck. She didn't mm-hmm. even get her own pupusa. All right. Um, moderation. Okay. And then Saturday, 10 3 a.m. Here we go. She says, I wake up tired and with a cough bummer. So after coffee, I channel my inner Gwyneth Paltrow and heat up a few cups of chicken bone broth. That's the thing. You can't eat fucking three chicken katsus and six salmon bowls all week and then do bone broth one morning and say you're Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) Well, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow does it the other way. Okay. That's how it goes. Gwyneth Paltrow does bone broths for six days. Yeah, exactly. Katsu. Right. Um, and this this really hit home because this is totally something I would do. At 1.11 p.m. on the way home from a walk. This is so, sorry, this is so me. She goes to a bakery thinking, oh, I'll just buy a loaf of bread. Yeah, right. Um, $40 later, she comes home with a loaf of sourdough, two, this is Halloween time, so she says two skeleton cookies, a spiderweb shaped pumpkin turnover, a ham and cheese croissant, and a ghosty tart made with chocolate mousse, peanut praline, and topped with a ghost-shaped marshmallow. I have to say, to me, that sounds like a good deal. She got all that for forty bucks. Forty dollars. I feel like in my neighborhood, one loaf of bread would cost forty dollars. Yeah, yeah. But I live in hell. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She eats the croissant while standing, and lets the flaky scraps flutter to the ground for her dog to eat up like a vacuum. Okay, whatever. Sometimes. Writing about food, and I'm this. I'm just talking about writing style. I'm not talking about her. I feel like earlier when I was talking about her food, it sounded like I was being like, "Oh, she eats too much." I really don't mean that. I really, really don't believe me. I don't. I eat too much. I no one eats too much. Food is great. Whatever. Feed your body. I don't care. But my <laughs> point was just that, like, I think I made it clear already that I just meant that, like, it was just like a lot of bold flavors, a lot of very like intense preparation, a lot of intense like ingredients da 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 yeah but there's like when people write about food it's very easy to like veer into the grotesque it like becomes disgusting very quickly um some people are great at it but usually when people if it's like in the context of a memoir and you're writing about something that like you personally ate it almost always turns disgusting it's sort of like writing about sex it's like really hard yeah. It's really hard to make it sound appetizing. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. There are like a few people who really know what's up. And I, I think that the secret is um, not writing about the actual experience of eating the food, but just describing the food and a lot in like pornographic detail without talking about the experience of you actually consuming it. The consuming is what makes me sick, but just yeah. talking about the food is, is like, Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Talking about like the visual, like the visuals, but not the experience of eating. I mean, like you almost want to be like, um, like a total anorexic, like a, like a Joan Didion or something <laughs> like a yeah. Brett Easton Ellis, like these people that like clearly hate food and hate their bodies are the ones who like are the best at describing it. Um, yes, I agree. All right. So Saturday night, another night, another brewery. 
Yeah. Tonight we're going to forest forestry camp. Uh, she orders an herby vermouth gin cocktail. Yum. Um, for a snack, a plate of root vegetables. This sounds good. Sunchokes, Japanese sweet potatoes, carrots topped with sorghum caram. God, why do they have to ruin it? Sorghum caramel soy sauce and Aleppo pepper. Uh, and then they. No, this is like their appetizer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then smoked red snapper fish dip with Ritz crackers. That sounds fabulous. That sounds very um, trendy. Yeah. But I guess uh, maybe on the way out, according to your. Uh Oh, th- th- it's just the, ex- I think like trout dips, like fish dips are perennial. It's just the like $12 tins of fish. No. I think are, fish dips are in the neighborhood of tinned fish. Fish dips were not on the menu places before the like, you know, like a $20 tin of sardines was on the menu. Yeah. I never no, in saw pla- anyone. in places like Asheville. I mean, I was having fucking sardines and triscuits in 2005 at Prune in the East Village, but we can't all be trendsetters. Right. And, but like also, yeah. And like, not every, for like, play, like, um, what's it called? Like, Tarma Salada or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not talking about like that. I'm talking about seeing the stuff like on menus at breweries. Oh, yeah. Breweries. Yeah. For sure. Then it's, um, it's so it's Halloween or it's a Saturday before Halloween. So she goes to a Halloween party. She dresses up as the celestial sleepy time tea bear. That's cute. And then, and then she goes dancing. She has a few Palomas. uh, And then she's home. So that sounds nice. All right. Now, Sunday, oof, hungover. So wakes up with water, coffee, coconut water, and Advil. Um, But by 1.12 p.m. on Sunday, fucking another brewery. Good God. Won't you ever learn? There's nothing else to do there, I guess. Yeah. Oh, no, this is the Greek diner. Actually, this sounds good. It's called Five Points, and she gets an omelet with gyro meat, tomatoes, and feta, crispy home fries, and a biscuit. That does sound like the best hangover food you could possibly get. Gyro meat in a, an omelet. That sounds really good. That sounds, that sounds again to me like a bit much. It does a lot. And then she gets... I'd rather just get a gyro. Yeah. Yeah. And then but she I gets... Um, she says she has what's colloquial Southerners like to call the itis. I won't say the full word, obviously. Um, why not? Because it's a racist word. Wait, she said something that's a racist. No, word? she didn't. She just said the itis. I'm assuming she's black if she's saying this. I don't know actually, but uh, I do not know what you're talking about. And <laughs> all right, we'll move on. Uh, and then 8 p.m. She hold on. Okay, let's move on. But I'm gonna be googling this. <laughs> 8 p.m. She's doing Trader Joe's 10 minute Pharaoh, and that's it. All right. Oh no, she's been playing around with the idea of trying out Pharaoh. Okay, I mean, either do it. It's not that complicated. Anyway. Um, the itis it, means like a food coma. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
then that night she i guess tries out the pharaoh and puts green trader joe's green goddess seasoning oh i've tried that trader joe's green goddess seasoning it's not good i know Uh, everyone makes a huge deal about it and then she's oh god she's putting in a few pieces of halloumi pistachios i mean you're not going to taste the pharaoh if you're putting all this stuff it does sound good though i love halloumi halloumi is really good so anyway that's her Asheville, north carolina npr reporter breweries katsu halloumi Hmm. interesting Uh, okay i'm just reading about the itis right now oh the cultural history of the itis well i had never heard that term before and i didn't know what you were talking about but i guess it's like one of those terms that's used quite a bit actually yeah and she said just southerners i don't know if it's necessarily southern thing or a black thing but that's when i first heard it was uh you know, black friend of mine kept saying he had the itis. And I was like, what's that? And then he told me. And I said, I understand. Let's see. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, Good for her. I'm glad that she's well fed and um, has a cool job. And she has a lot of, uh, you know, she's eating, she's eating what she what makes her happy and she does I, seem like she's eating what's making her happy and she's a lot of you know breweries and interviewing mayoral candidates in Asheville, north carolina and like if not her who if not and her. if you live in Asheville, i'm sure that you know this woman's work and you have, are very informed about the choices you had for mayor and um yes it's great okay okay now we're getting to this week's receipt 30 year old pharmaceutical manager makes 90k washington dc so you have a little family history with washington dc so i wonder if you've been to any of these places maybe uh because i haven't read this but and i couldn't read that last one either because i got a paywall oh shit here i'll after uh we get offline i can show you how to log into my my Bon Appetit account. Okay. Let's see if it'll let me read this one. Um. All right. So this is he, his, him, a uh, case manager for a pharmaceutical company. He says, which means I connect patients with resources that help them access their medication. I feel like isn't a pharmaceutical rep like the people that like pushed like the opioid crisis and like are like the most evil people in the world? Well, I think that's kind of a generalization. Okay. But- um, I apologize to the pharmaceutical was... reps listening to this podcast. Well, I don't think that like all pharmace. I mean, pharmaceutical means like all pharmaceutical companies, so not just that. Yeah. So, he but could be... also, I think that with the um, opioid opioid crisis, I think it was mostly the um, what was the Sackler company? Uh. I don't know what it's called, but I know the Sacklers. But they, their, their company, whatever it was called, was, yeah. was pushing Oxycontin. like reps to push it and kind of. So I think I don't know who 
really it was like to blame for all of that yeah they were just following orders much like um the nazis well yeah i guess but also like that's like definitely not like every single person who. no no no. i'm sure this guy's lovely in general you know if you believe that like you know um if you believe that it's impossible for like healthcare to be privatized and for that to be like uh uh what's the word like a like a moral project then i guess you would think they were all evil yeah well it's like a broken it's- system he has to make a living i'm curious because he says you make 76 000 i'm in favor of it <laughs> you're in favor of privatized healthcare. yeah okay you are turning into a <laughs> fucking republican <laughs> i'm fine with it uh <laughs> His base salary is seventy six thousand, and then he says he makes about fifteen thousand in bonuses. I just wonder how he gets those bonuses by how many people he hooks on fucking opiate. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too. connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's for, like, patients. I think it's, like, with doctors. I don't really know how it works. So he gets the doctors because you get the doctors get their little, you know, pens and their notepads that say whatever viagra or oxycontin or whatever, and then they push the, it to their patients. And the notepads, like, bright are the bright. Yeah. Um, and then he's, this is vague too. So the newsletter is a volunteer position, but he made a little over a thousand dollars writing it. So it must be like a sub stack or something that he gets a cut of. I don't know, but I'm like, what is this newsletter? It's Washington DC. So I'm thinking it's like politics, but I have no idea. And then he well, says his, about like his field. Oh, pharma, his pharmaceutical, like what are the hot new drugs? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he says his partner is a grad student with a stipend in the low 20,000s. Uh, so blah, 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 rent. I was like partner. I was like gay, straight. But then I see in the subscriptions, he has a wow presents plus. So gay, gay, gay. 
because that's um that if you want to watch all the international rupaul's drag races we wow, also RuPaul's production company yes world of wonder of wonder hollywood california okay. uh all right so diet cooks mostly vegetarian um grocery staples shallots and garlic cilantro lemons limes cento anchovies oat milk baguette tofu this guy's a total millennial too much like the first woman uh if he can make it to one of the korean markets like h mart or lata i don't know what that is then he does a lot of asian ingredients thai basil bird's eye chilies fish sauce dark soy oyster blah 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 um and then he says he buys halal chicken not for religious reasons so this was like it's like is he asian what's going on <laughs> Yeah. We find out later. We find out later his cultural heritage. So spoiler alert. God, is he Jewish? He's not Jewish. I was thinking that too a little bit because I was like Asian or Jewish. And then it's honestly neither. So it'll it'll be um, a fun reveal. Okay. Even though there's nothing wrong with this, but anytime anyone is Jewish, I get embarrassed for anything they've said or done. Because of their diets or just their... Like any, like if, if I read this and then found out he was Jewish, I would be like, oh God, of course. And I'd get embarrassed. No matter why he hasn't done anything bad yet. It doesn't matter. It would become bad in my mind. Digging tunnels under Eastern Parkway. Well, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, all right. So we're doing $377 for the week's total expenses. He's making 90 K a year. So you know what? Good for him. Um, if, if I did this girlfriend or boyfriend, I mean, with 20, so combined they're bringing in like a little over a hundred thousand yeah 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 but dc's you know not cheap dc's expensive dc's expensive only one grocery store ch- trip um and then yeah it's mostly restaurants all right so monday seven fifty five wakes up um he's talking about the weather who cares Oh, then he has breakfast at the office. His pharmaceutical office gives them free bagels, but from like a very mid bagel place, he says, called Bullfrog Bagels. And wow, it's like throw them under the bus. Um, but well, he does... your mother is my favorite bagels in Washington by far. Oh, okay. This guy says his favorites are bagels, etc or bread first i don't know any of these places Mm. um let's see then lunch is leftovers oh he made this is cute his partner loves chicken vindaloo and garlic naan but he doesn't cook so he cooked him like his favorite meal the night before from a cookbook called made in india by mira soda Mm -hmm. i anytime i even see a mention of a cookbook in print i'm like i have to have it so I was yeah. just like, I need to, I don't, I'm just an addict. Yeah. Um, then that night, oh God, they have a cool Nespresso machine. This made me want to get a Nespresso machine. I left my Nespresso machine behind. Do you miss I got it? it? It was not a cool one. It was just like a regular Nespresso machine. Okay. I don't know. But cause I got a regular Nespresso machine. Nespresso, Yeah. He brews a Nespresso Bianco Forte pod with a splash of oat milk. And then he's making, let's see. Oh, he's making fried rice that night with like 
a bunch of garbage from the fridge onions carrots eggs thai chilies blah 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 um generous amount of vegetable oil wow so he's not seed oil pilled must be i like this guy so far these are like this sounds pretty normal i also like that he made the big recipe the night before so he's not like you know thing and then he's doing homemade chili crisp i guess he already made it oh and then his partner's sister's in town um and so they eat it with thai food i'm unclear if they oh no they or they just order takeout from a place called Bo, spelled b-e-a-u thai cute little pun okay uh then at 10 4 p.m the sister had brought cheesecake so they have a big slice of cheesecake and then they watch drag race philippines which yeah. i've never seen i've i i'm so behind i just haven't watched so many of these drag races but he really likes this one so good um recommendation but unfortunately between all the cheesecake and everything else he wakes up with an upset stomach and he takes a bunch of tums um he ruse the fact that he did not take lactate again so here i'm like okay he's yeah i was like jewish or asian because he's lactose intolerant i'm like he has to be jewish or asian and then he goes to therapy and then he goes to a grocery store have you heard of this little spelled l-i-d-l yeah i've heard of little i've never what so it's like like lidl i think or lidl okay i've never seen it i've heard of it he says one opened by his house and he was excited. So he goes um, and gets some baguettes, some romaine hearts, and a hazelnut croissant. Oh, and here's where it gets annoying, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. 11, 18 a.m. Like most millennials, I need a quote unquote little treat TM to feel alive. <laughs> yep. So okay. I make- Jewish, number one, embarrassing, most embarrassing thing. Number two, millennial. <laughs> millennial yes it's like and of these, course i say this because i'm both okay so just but these 30 year old millennials are smack dab in the middle of being a millennial i feel and they, so sorry, sorry they're them. more annoying they're more annoying than but us. i i think it really is a millennial thing though because i i never was like a saying these phrases i've always been very like put off by that kind of thing even when i worked at you know where <laughs> the millennial capital of the world but I will say this. I I like dressed really like that. I really wanted to be like cute and like good and like look like a sweet little girl and all this shit. Like I had that like if there's just something in the millennial like DNA that like when you're 30, you're like I have to be like this like fake perfect little person and then you get over it and you get over it but is but it, i had that for I've, i had it do you think that's just that's specific to millennials or that's all like when you're around 30 like think of like diane keaton in 1975 or whatever was well, just as annoying and like cool people but like was diane keaton here's my think piece was diane keaton the first millennial <laughs> <laughs> wait what did diane keaton do millennial? i just feel like she was like like quirky like manic pixie dream girl before they had that archetype oh she's like the beginning she like yeah. started the manic pixie dream girl thing for yeah. sure annie hall like invented the concept of the manic pixie dream mm-hmm. girl maybe not i that might be an overstatement i'm sure i'm there sure there's some before. french movie that did it first but, yeah but like 
I mean, she is a man. That's all she is. She's just like an annoying idiot who dresses weird and just like makes this depressed guy like fall in love with life again. Uh, all right. So he's buying all this stuff at Little uh, Swiss cheese, Kewpie mayo, more romaine. He, he makes a turkey sandwich. That's so normal. I'm so I happy love for this. A turkey I sandwich. love the fried rice, the turkey sandwich, yeah. leftovers, bagels at work. I this is my this is my guy. I love this guy. Five oh six p.m. A little hungry, so he has just a small bag of Cheez-Its from Costco. Oh my Very god, normal. this guy is a genius. This is so refreshing. See, you don't have to whip up the che- you don't have to put apple butter in a blender every time <laughs> you want a snack. Okay, you can just open a bag of Cheez-Its and okay. And what is that? I'm sorry, but it's like pe- people shit on it. It's less calories, you guys. The Cheez-Its are so good. Then uh, whatever fucking concoction you're whipping up from whatever bullshit store you want to. Okay, anyway. Then we got dinner. Uh He's just making a Caesar salad and, um, oh, he makes Samin Nosrat's Caesar salad. I'm sure that that's really good. I've never oh, made it. Oh, is it? Or Samin Nosrat, she has that one salad. I think that's like super involved, but I guess that's. Oh, like, really? This one. one that's like takes forever to make. Oh, God. No, thanks. Um, and then, oh, he uses Costco Parmesan, just like me. <laughs> and. He needs another little treat, 9 p.m. So he has a stroop waffle from Lidl oh, or Lidl. I forgot he's I forgot about the little treat thing. Little, yeah, I know. People um you know are multifaceted. Mm-hmm. So I'm Wednesday, really I do like how late he gets up every day too. He gets up at 10:45 a.m. Wednesday and he makes a Chibani oat milk latte in his Nespresso. I'll allow it. Okay, here's the other Chibani thing. Chibani is also millennial. Chibani, yeah, at least. I mean, I do, you know, Kirkland, so I'm, you know, can't really say anything. Here's the thing about DC that I feel like it probably does better than any city in the world is weird, fast, casual office restaurants. Okay. So this today, Wednesday, he's going to this place called Beefsteak, which is Jose Andres's plant-based fast, fast, casual spot. And he gets a mushroom Mapo bowl with it's vegan. It has white rice, spicy cho- tofu, mushrooms, bok choy, daikon, miso dressing, blah, blah, blah. I feel like, I don't know. I would love to try a Jose Andres fast casual place, but they'll never open one in LA. Um, let me see. All right. Sorry. Okay. And then, oh, Here's where his like gay chaotic energy comes out. He at 3:30 p.m. he takes a gummy worm flavored workout powder that he doesn't realize has 250 milligrams of caffeine in it. But don't they all? I mean, like that's the point. Yeah, I guess they. I've never. I mean, I've had like you know green powders and like protein powders, but I guess I've never had a specifically like a pre-workout powder. So that must be what it is. is I've it? never taken one either, but I know that they're very like common and popular. Yeah. Um. So he goes to a yoga class, feeling incredibly energized. <laughs> uh. And then and then he goes to happy hour with his partner, and they get fucking wasted. Uh, okay, this, so here here we go. Yeah, this is 4.57 p.m. He's not even waiting till the stroke of five. <laughs> um, and this must be, I hate to say it, this must be in a gay neighborhood because he's doing, it's $30 all you can drink happy hour. 
what that's insane <laughs> so they start at 457 with negronis then they oh, switch to a negroni pers- a negroni in the daylight is yeah. enough to make me like literally kill myself that like a negro like i can sort of get it because it's like cold and like sort of but that it is like it is so like intense that flavor it's like you need to be somewhere like moody and dark to drink a negroni yeah it's like happy hour it's t- it's too late and then and then prosecco oh my god that the Prosecco head, after the Negroni. After Negroni. And then he's doing, and then they're doing garlic bread, more Caesar salad. I do love Caesar salad, so I get it. Um, and then for $8, you can add a full-size pizza. That sounds pretty good. It sounds Wait, so good. Yeah, I want to go to this place next time I'm in D.C. That's it's called pretty- Little Coco's. Okay. I want to go too. I'm going to tell Henry we have to go to Little Coco's. Yeah. He's not going to want to go. It's going to um, be like club music, like gay porn on the TVs. I yeah, bet. that's fine. Um. Sorry, uh, here I go. Here, don't told a white a white woman about a gay bar. <laughs> Time to st- I'm like we're already you're traveling cross country to get bottomless Negronis. Uh, um, and then remember, this is after the 250 milligrams of caffeine he took a few hours oh, ago. Oh yeah, so he's basically high as a guy. Yeah, so at 7:30, my partner who also tried the pre-workout thing, and Did I really. Pre-workout, or is or he just like? Did some... he have a day off, and he and his partner just like did go? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> and then like, mm. at seven thirty, they completely crash, um and they take. I would say they quote unquote rest their eyes for twenty minutes, but then wake up four hours later. <laughs> they wake up at eleven p.m. um and he's already hungover. He says, "Where am I?" when am i who is this man next to me why do i feel drunk and then he just take he just drinks a lot of water and then goes back to bed <laughs> this is wednesday uh and he makes like a hundred thousand dollars a year in the medical. why not yeah okay i um, i chose the wrong life you know this should have been this is what i should have been doing just what nothing waking up whenever he hasn't when is he working i don't understand what his I, job is he wakes up at 10 45 in the morning every day i don't and understand then he gets blackout drunk at the middle of the day i think he has to, he has to be like in sales i guess and he probably just has to go to like he just has to like go to doctor's offices and like give them drugs and then like and then buys drugs himself and calls them a pre-workout powder i also feel like everyone in dc i like has a job like this where it's like a really mm-hmm. fancy sounding job and they never have to do anything they just get paid a bunch of money and they're always like drunk and high all the time mm-hmm. sounds good uh he's at the office at 11 42 a.m the next day and he says he's never seen passion fruit Lacroix before but they have it at the office so i guess passion fruit Lacroix just came to dc this year they're late um, and then here's another fast casual place I want to go to today. Lunch. It's called falafel incorporated. Okay. And here we go. Here's the big reveal. What ethnicity is he? Da, 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 da. So he's talking about falafel. They make an incredible falafel that reminds me of the falafel and shawarma wraps that are commonplace in my native Baghdad, Iraqi, gay Iraqi DC. Who would have wow. thought? lactose intolerant iraq iraqi i never would have thought it never would have thought um I never would have guessed baghdad baghdad i know what a world <laughs> what a world um <laughs> yeah so uh he gets their 
falafel sandwich with comes with veggies and pickles and he tops it with his signature habibi sauce which is tahini and then an invisible sauce which is jalapeno based and it's five dollars and 40 cents what a deal jesus that's a cheap falafel uh, and then we're doing it's Halloween still, so it's he's doing almond joys, um, last night's pizza, and then that night he's making Kenji Lopez Alt's San Francisco style Vietnamese American garlic noodles, which I have tried to make once, and I'm sorry they're not as good as the real thing, but maybe that just is me that I couldn't do it right. I don't know. Um, like San Francisco garlic noodles are like it's like you know those restaurants that you get like a full like a crab in a bag and like they shake it up and stuff yeah so in the bay area it's like you go to those restaurants but then their side dish is always these garlic noodles and they're yeah. just like buttering it they're really good but um it's like a whole pack of butter and like three cloves of garlic or three heads of garlic that sounds really good the food in san francisco is really good it's good uh so he does that i mean that is like a good night after going out dinner where you just want like carbs and butter yeah uh and then 10 7 p.m he's doing late night non homemade tzatziki blah 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 all right friday going to a filipino bakery at 8 47 a.m wow all right we got filipino ensayamados i don't know what those are uh ube queen Amon's, Hawaiian spam musubi croissants and Taiwanese inspired garlic scallion buns. This does sound good. Uh, and his partner, he gets iced coffee. His partner gets brown sugar latte. That sounds good. Oh, I know. I want like a boba tea. I know that does sound good. Uh, and then all day he's just checking emails. Three fifteen. He's. Oh yeah, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. I don't think he's at the he's office. Working. Yeah. And then he's making his, he says, 20th Nespresso of the week. <laughs> I, I really want to get a Nespresso machine. Um, oh, and then he's doing more Filipino for dinner. Maybe his partner's Filipino. Uh, he's going to Purple Patch and getting lumpia, adobo, longanesa fried rice, uh, sizzig, which is like um, uh, Filipino pork belly, mm -hmm. and then these cocktails. This is like a gay trendy filipino place because he gets calamansi margaritas or the partner gets calamansi margarita he gets the ghost face manila which is tequila rum passion fruit liqueur guava lime calamansi honey and sherry Ooh. that sounds really good sounds really good um they skip dessert at the well, restaurant that drink was like a dessert it was like but then they go to ice cream oh cute and they get oh, French, a pain perdu, French toast inspired ice cream with a black yes. vanilla waffle cone. That does sound good. Uh, oh, but they um, the ice cream place puts a 10% ice cream coffee fee, which he um, says. What does that mean? It's like, so they don't have to pay their employees um, health insurance or whatever. So they just- Ice like, cream coffee fee? Yeah. He says it left a not so sweet taste in my mouth. Okay. Uh, but then they get fucked up again. They're drinking Maker's Mark um, beers. They have friends that come over. And then, oh, they don't go out. They just hang out with friends and get 
shit-faced on Maker's Mark. Saturday. Fuji Apple. Nespresso double oat milk latte. Leftovers for lunch. See, he's not going to breweries. He's just like sleeping off. Uh, Oh, here we go with the tin fish. 3.20 p.m. Bongst Faroe Island salmon tin with black pepper bruschettini and fresh dill that does sound good okay and then here, here's another twist 6 15 p.m my fascination with german culture doesn't stop mm. at their affinity for tasty breads and pastries it, it should you know i'm like that's where it, i mean maybe like a little like Goethe okay. or like fassbender movies but like okay. let's not go crazy here yeah uh he also loves Café und Kuchen, the German tradition of having coffee and cake in the afternoon. Okay, that sounds like a pretty good tradition. I can I mean, get behind not bad. that. Yeah. So he brews another espresso. God, that Nespresso is getting quite a workout. Mm-hmm. And has a Lytle hazelnut cream wafer. Then he goes dinner at another gay restaurant to celebrate his friend's 30th birthday. Oh, it's an Indian. It's called Pape, Poppy, but it's Indian. Hujambi. I don't know. There's so, some oh, restaurant. There's an Indian restaurant that my brother's obsessed with there, but I don't think it's that. Okay, here's a really bad wine pairing. It's making me sick thinking about it. So this is what they they get to eat is shrimp c- coconut curry and shrimp vindaloo. And they pair with the shrimp a 2020 Zinfandel. That's insane. Disgusting. You stupid. It's disgusting. I would rather have a white Zinfandel with that shrimp. To be honest, I would rather have a $6 Behringer white Zinfandel. Uh, But who knows? Maybe he didn't order the wine. I mean, yeah, maybe that's like what the table ordered or something. Yeah, and then he's like, I guess I'm having shrimp. Uh, And then they just watch Drag Race UK, and he has another Stroop waffle. Sunday, they drive to Georgetown. And they go to this looks this place looks good too. It's called Yellow. It's a cafe with Palestinian chef. Um, and they wait a half hour for Zatar Labnik croissants and a mm. baklava croissant. I'm sure it's worth it. That sounds really good. 5 15 p.m. They go to a bar in Petworth, which is I guess another neighborhood. Yeah, my brother almost moved there just okay. Oh, and then they they turn right around they go to the bar to for a birthday party they realize they don't know anyone at the party and they they just leave they just leave yeah that's really funny that's good uh, and they go get mexican food instead at taqueria habanero uh, birria torta veggie enchiladas um he eats his partner's beans because the partner doesn't like beans mm. and they have a margarita and that's it sounds oh. good that sounds nice all yeah. right i i like this guy yeah. i like this guy more than the other girl I'm the first girl i would love for them to be just they're like to be a reality show with all of these people from all of the receipts have to live in a house together and cook for each other and then one gets eliminated it would be such a good reality show I know. I would like to do one where it's like, I don't know what it would be, but like, you would have to like, 
I want them all to be anonymous. And then like I get to like interview the people and figure out like whose receipt belongs to who. Oh, so you you see the people and then you see the food diaries and you have to like match who's who. Like I read the food diaries alone in a room and then like they're like, and now and then they like open the door and like six people come in and they've taken out like all the identifying things. Like I don't know the race, gender, age of any of the people. I just see the bread, the food. That's really good. And I may not even have to see the name of the town that they live in, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I kind of talk to them and I'm like, I think that you are like the 30 year old, you know, DC guy who makes 15 espressos a week and eats Cheetos and accidentally drank like 250 milligrams of caffeine one time on a random Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) And then you are like a person who makes apple butter smoothies and then gets like goes to 16 wait, breweries and, and then goes to, oh yeah she goes to like 70 breweries a day and throws a katsu katsu on every meal <laughs> and has and won't eat it if it doesn't have katsu on top yeah <laughs> who's who who's who all right well we've already been we have to do these newsletters this is really bad time management on my part but yeah sorry because this really like i'm already sick of this and we haven't even started talking yeah. about <laughs> all right so Thank you guys for listening to our podcast, The Receipt Receipt. Okay. Goop. Um, Let's just plow through it. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. One second. I have to Mm. get my up. Okay. Um, All right. What was your best? Okay. So my best of the week was... um, I didn't have one. I mean, I mean, that's why I was like trying to get you to stop. And I was like, hang on. Because we just talked for literally an hour about (laughs) these fucking things. And I had nothing but time to like pick something. And I'm just telling you, I like couldn't really do it. I mean, like I kind of was interested in the like you know getaways or whatever Mm. the saunas and stuff but I mean nothing was like speaking to me and I know that's like my job here is to like pick a best why don't we share I mean I didn't I I had sort of a hard time too but I do I I think the two minute little commercial that Gwen shot about her hair routine for me at least it was just after the new year after all the chaos it was like grounding to be like, okay, I'm just going to watch Gwyneth. That was a while ago, She'll... though. It was on this week's, or was it last week? It was on I think either it was last week. Well, I, we didn't do one last. So it's this week, last week, fair game. We have nothing okay. to choose from. We have to just take what we can get. Yes, okay. this was January 7th. So, okay. We're, that's not that long ago. That's five days ago. This was this, was this week. This was Tuesday, this week, Tuesday nas- newsletter. How Gwyneth gets her quote unquote difficult hair to shine. Yeah. And she has a little, you know, a little YouTube video. And uh she has her routine she goes through, which is, you know, her goop beauty hair serum, then her beautiful shampoo and conditioner. Then we do the scalp scrub, the Gtox scalp scrub. Then yeah. we do the Goop Beauty hair mask. 
and oh yeah that's it i guess but then and then you can buy the full kit you can do for 189 dollars. you can get all five products i know which i'm actually considering buying it sounds really nice um but i just made a lot of purchases i'm i have like six afterpays going it's like it's it's truly chaotic like every day i get a text or email make sure you have money in your account so we can do the after what ha- the interest rate must be like 10 million percent if you like overdraw your account or something is that how they get you i don't know how they get you i don't know i think they're getting something from the biz i don't know they must yeah anyway that was my best wait i want to buy this kit i know that's all it's also the thing i would buy is the kit if we're gonna go fast through this we might as well just spill our guts okay yeah i also i also kind of like to think about how to clean out your closet but the thing is um I'm trying to like plan stuff less. It's complicated. I'm trying not to be such a planner because I feel like I spend too much time planning and not enough time doing. Oh wait, this healthy hair kit is like seriously discounted. Is the 189 a dis? Yeah, it seems like a good deal for five things. It's a pretty good deal. I might go ahead and pull the trigger on this, even though I did try this hair oil and I didn't like it. <laughs> She makes it sound so great. You just like I know put it she in. does. And now I'm kind of changing my mind about hair oils. Mm. My hair's getting so long, I probably could use a hair oil. Because my hair lady has been out of town for two months. And you can't go to anyone else. I mean, it's like so complicated. Like what I don't I don't wouldn't know the first thing about going to someone else. And also, like my problem is my hair. My hair is like fucked up. I mean, that's what Quinn has said about hers until she started doing her routine. And I do really like the Gtox scalp scrub is great. That's the one that I'm like, oh, I really do need to get it. It's so fucking good. I I think I might not get this. I might just get this the scalp scrub and the hair mask. Hmm what you're looking no no the hair mask i think i got my mom the hair mask for christmas and she said she really likes it i love everything that's goop glow brand all right worst well i guess except for this oil okay sorry anyway worst 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 my worst is um Okay, so this thing that they have called it's a flick trick mascara and it's retailing for a very modest I think it was like $29 or something it's like a mascara and then on the tip of the mascara is like a little pen so you can also do liquid eyeliner with it and I've almost never put like a product that they're selling on my worst list Hmm. Especially because like, I certainly have never tried it. Like, I don't really know. Maybe, it, maybe it's great. It's just to me, this doesn't seem like something that would be on goop. Like hmm. this seem, this is like a cockamamie scheme that I'm sure does not work. Like, how could you possibly hold it close enough to like do liquid eyeliner if like it's on the end of a wand that's also a mascara brush and like when you're putting on your mascara like how are you not gonna like also get like liquid eyeliner all over your like nose and face like it just seems like a recipe for disaster to me and I I, it just seems like the kind of thing that would be like wet and wild would put out or that I would have read about in like Cosmo when I was like 
12. It just doesn't seem like something that would be like on goop right now. And I don't really, I just, it's weird. I did read a little, well, headline. I won't say I read the article saying that goop is recently trying to branch out to attract Gen Z customers. You know what? I definitely got a sense of that from their makeup, the makeup they have on their page right now. Like it's not the kind of the makeup makeup it's like the packaging gen z loves anything in like a little like chode of a little wand that they can like dip and like poke their faces with and then blend it in that's how they like to do their makeup like they like to have like a like a little like um tube of something that they like like that could be like eyeshadow blush obviously you know concealer um no one is using like a powder or like regular lipstick mm-hmm. or like lip gloss with, I mean, yeah, lip gloss with a wand, but like, they're not like doing like a pot of lip gloss or whatever. Interesting. I feel like our generation, like the older millennials, I think for us, like she, the chicest type of makeup to me could be in a pot. Like if it's like a lip and cheek stain in a pot or a, or a concealer in a pot, or certainly a lip balm in a pot, maybe, maybe a little bit less, but like, oh my God, like a creamy eyeshadow in a pot to me that I'm like, oh my God, that is so chic and fun and like natural and, and effortless. But I think for the Gen Z girls, it's a tube with a, it's a, it's a little thick tube. (laughs) Chode. A chode. (laughs) Beautiful. What an image. Well, uh, watch a TikTok. Watch one of these girls doing their makeup on TikTok. You'll know what I'm talking about. I would rather kill myself than watch a okay. Gen Z girl do her makeup on TikTok. Okay, but... fair enough. Because that's what I do all, literally all <laughs> night until the morning every day. <laughs> uh, all right. My worst, I have to say, it. I know this is last week and we're behind the times, but we did not have a podcast last week. But the Goop Detox, New Year's Detox this year is this just is my... all stuff. It's just Goop Kitchen. It's just they didn't even think of new recipes. They're just like, here, order from Goop Kitchen. And it's so depressing and gross. And uh, I hate it. And I'm not going to do it. And they didn't put any effort into it. So I don't, it's my worst. Yeah, mine is similar, but it's like a little bit less. Mine is the um, working girl detox. Oh, that's bad too. Oh God, the soups for lunch. Oh, yeah, which is again, I mean, I don't know. I think we always think that it's like rotisserie chickens. It may or may not be, but it's like a bunch of different like smoothies and oatmeals and stuff like this you can make. And it's just um it's I'm pretty sure that this stuff is all recycled. They've been doing a working girl detox every year since we've been doing this. Yeah, it's so it seems so the term seems so antiquated because it's like what girls aren't like how what is the percentage of like trophy wives or like not like it must be I like think 0. 0.001 I think, percent of people that are like not working girls i don't know probably a little bit higher among right. group readers but yeah, i guess so but yeah i just don't i don't know it just seems like um it just seems uh i don't know not it's just old this to me feels like old millennial shit yeah yeah the smoothie for um, breakfast the, the weird soup salmon sheet pan, oh, sheet like, pan. Me a oh. break. and it's like i long for those days because i was like young but i don't long for um 
I don't actually long for that. Like a like a overcooked salmon with like Brussels sprouts on the same sheet pan that are like that don't have like enough flavor in them, and it's just. And then really you cool. make like it would always be like tahini and water and lemon yep. juice and like maple syrup, and you just shake it up and dump it all over everything. I mean, that's good. There's something wrong yeah. with it. I don't not like it. Put some cauliflower on there. I mean, like that's the millennial working girl dinner for sure. Yeah. And it's fine. And I'm sure a lot of people still eat that and there's nothing wrong with it. But it's like, there's just something about it when you realize that something that you used to like now feels very old to you that makes you feel mm. um, dead. Yeah, it must be like when like the greatest generation got old and people were like, I don't want to eat liver and onions anymore. And they're like, and they were like, are you crazy? That's the working girls diet. Like it was yeah, so chic like, yeah, back in 1942. But now we're back to, now we're like, we want to eat half a grapefruit and liver and onions. That's oh, what that's And like because. cottage cheese. Yes. Cottage cheese. Everyone's eating cottage cheese. Um, My hematologist told me to get back on full fat yogurt. <laughs> oh my God. Really? I know he's giving me mixed messages with my regular, of my other doctor. Why um, does this he, one want you on it? Oh, because I we, we're just being mischievous because he got me off the statin because it was fucking up my liver enzymes. And now my liver enzymes are perfect. So he's vindicated that the statin was what was wrong with me. So he's he's like shared his like full like red pill beliefs with me <gasps> um, about like like full fat yogurt and like um, statins are evil and overprescribed. And um, he Your says he's like he's. Well, he said, yeah, my hematologist was like, yeah, everyone overprescribed statins. And he's, con I don't know if this is true. Like he's convinced that it was the statins mixed with my leukemia medicine that was fucking up my liver. And it is the anecdotal evidence is there when I stopped taking the statins, my liver enzyme went back to normal. But I think he's like a little personally invested in like being anti-statin. Okay. Um, And so I have to be like a middleman between my two doctors and like break the news to my other doctor that I'm not taking the statin anymore. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it's quite a drama. <laughs> this is fun. Uh oh, yeah. So the that regular five-day detox is literally just order your fucking winter salmon bowls from Goop Kitchen and your chicken salad and your seed crackers and then have water and lemon in the morning and like chia pudding. Yeah, and it's, it's so really sad because you can obviously tell that um you can obviously tell that like this is just like a scam to get people to buy more fucking goop kitchen it's not working not working they're gonna go out of business they just don't like they just opened the one in costa mesa it was a ghost kitchen because i drove right by it to get to the beach house and it was like literally no one was there it was so sad yeah. i mean i'm sure That's people order the, takeout this is also the thing I would try. Like, Which one? Working girl detox. Oh, that's the thing you would try the working girl detox. I mean, like, come yeah. on. Like, it seems so healthy. I wouldn't yeah. because I'm so hungry. I only eat food from hungry roots. Uh, Talk about millennial to... bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Gen Z, they'll get their own pathetic things soon. They just, they're too young. They really yeah. are so young because, like, mm -hmm. millennials are still, like, 28-year-olds are millennials. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the Gen Z people, their... Their time will come. Their time will come. Although, I do feel like when we were, like, in our late 20s, millennials were kind of, like... I feel like millennials are still, like, 
oppressively dominating Gen Z in like a lot of ways, like in, in terms of like cultural influence yeah. in many well, because millennials are so, and like, I, I, this is the thing that I like. Well, they're like, more of us. They're more of us. And everyone is like, so like ambitious and like careerist and like, they're just little, little grade grubbers. And I just, uh, I never related. Well, I, I probably did relate to that when I was a kid, but I sure don't relate to it now. I feel like, um, they're just like I feel like Gen Z is like rebelling against millenn like they're hate we're like oh god they hate us and they're calling us old and stuff but like the fact that they're so fixated on millennials just means that like millennials have like a wide cultural influence yeah. that like the younger generation is rebelling against oh. which is natural it's like boomers they were so yeah we hate the boomers mm. nobody talks about Gen X because except for Brett Easton Ellis on his podcast constantly and me and you. <laughs> um i've never seen anyone in my that's so proud to be gen x and is so like indoctrinated in the like no, he's gen obsessed x. with being gen he's, x is, is crazy well because he was so he was so like, emblematic of gen x yeah he's like yeah. a major he's like the he's like gen x's most major like literary figure probably yeah did you listen to the one with drea di matteo no, I really stopped listening. Oh. I mean, I haven't listened to that podcast. They were just talking about was... like the like um, vaccine mandates, and, like how they hate it. Like, it, and like she just like became like a total like red pilled, like anti woke person. It was so weird listening yeah, to Yeah, they're it. all like that. Well, yeah. Everybody over, they all, everyone just gets so conservative the older they I know. Then. The Gen X is like, they're so conservative. It's so crazy. Anyway, it's not that crazy. I mean, like, look at what their values were at the time. Like, they were always like that. Millennials are, I think, becoming that way too. Yeah, because millennial. Well, millennials were so like liberal. Millennials like, were like, super liberal. Hot and then, save like, America. Three, and then like half of them became like communist because of yeah. Bernie Sanders, and then the other half became like Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's just like everyone else in the country. All right. Um. Let's move on. We got. I also it. really mm. want to get this and try this like Manta hairbrush. I've said this before, but like, I really want to get one of these like massaging tools. They sell it on Goop for $35 um, for like massaging shit into your scalp. I've been getting really bad dandruff since I moved to New York. It's dry there. And it's with the, and with the, the little radiators. Yeah, yeah, the radiator. Yeah. I think I've also been sort of in denial about having it for a while. Yeah. Um, I also now have like a lot of gray hair, but we don't. Even oh, know me too. Hair. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, all right. What's your craziest? No, that was my craziest. Oh, oh, that was your craziest. My worst was the mascara thing, and then my craziest was the, um, my saddest was the working girl detox working, oh, working, but yeah. also the regular detox they're all sad uh mm -hmm. i have a quick craziest the secrets to great shower sex from a sexologist Ew, that's disgusting skip it i don't care. <laughs> um make the shower the main event so sex is just sort of a bonus but you just you basically really just need to focus on like washing each other <laughs> silicon-based lube so it sticks on your body longer and then strategize for standing sex. Um, but if you're have a very big height discrepancy, it might just better to be hand jobs. 
There you go. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So your try was the working girl detox. Working okay. Gr- yeah. Look, here's the thing. I do always want to do a fucking detox. Like I I'm not doing them anymore. I'm like over detoxes. I'm not doing prolon, but at the same time, like I always want to do a detox. And this, but is this even a detox? It just seems like like gross soups for lunch. It doesn't seem. I mean, it it has you know it adheres to the Doctor Younger protocol of like no eggs or nightshades or whatever. But it. But I already don't eat that stuff. Yeah, I feel like you. I don't know. I think the best thing to do is just have fewer carbs at night and don't snack and don't eat like junk food okay okay here the tower 28 lip drip duo this is some gen z chode action happening with this tube wait uh it's on the one that's like beauty beauty editor obsessions well oh my windows are are fucked. yeah it's fine you don't have I'll, to go yeah i'll look at it eventually. but they have they definitely have some of this stuff on there and it's you know what i don't like it it's like well you're not the uh target demo anymore no and it's funny because when i was younger i always felt like i was too young for mm. all of this stuff and now i'm feel too old when is it for me i guess when i mm. thought i was too young for it i, guess. <laughs> I don't know uh all right quickly what i would try i there's nothing i would try on goop so here's a new segment for this podcast i'm going to take a recipe that i am going to try and try to goopify it quickly yeah so this week some twink on bon appetit is doing the like um 30 minute weeknight meal blog now so he has done a 30 minute weeknight skillet chicken parmesan with gnocchi which sounds good but it uh-huh. sounds a little heavy and not very goopy. Yeah. So we got boneless, skinless chicken breasts. Okay, we can do that. We got four and a half teaspoons of salt, which is, seems like a lot. So cut some of the salt. Then we have a quarter cup of all-purpose flour. I think just omit it, or I'm not going to buy gluten-free flour. So just omit it. A quarter cup or more of extra virgin olive oil. I'll say a quarter cup or less of extra virgin olive oil. Mm-hmm. Eight garlic cloves. Keep it. Half teaspoon of crushed red peppers. Double it. A mm-hmm. uh, 28 ounce can of whole peeled tomatoes. Sure. One and a half teaspoons of sugar. Omit. Or I wrote coconut sugar? Question mark. <laughs> um, a big package of sh- shelf stable gnocchi okay here i think there's one word answer and it's capellos i'll do a a paleo capello gnocchi so you're turning this into a gluten-free paleo chicken pasta yep um two ounces of parmesan seems fine or nutritional yeast maybe i'm no i won't do that i'll just do parmesan you don't have to do that yeah Eight ounces of part skim mozzarella. I like how they did part skim instead of full fat, so I'll keep it. And then it says basil leaves optional. I say to make it a 
really good goop recipe, you want like four to six different fresh herbs that you have to buy separate and like chop up individually and organic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that sounds pretty good. And have you ever tried the Capella Capella good? No, I haven't. I've tried the Capello um, pizza. Is it good? It, it was, uh, I mean, okay. no. Actually, you know what? It's let, Let's be honest here. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. I mean, like, no, it's not good. It's the kind of thing that if you would ask me that any time up to five minutes ago, I'd be like, yeah, it's pretty good. But I but no. realized, You're see, I'm breaking growing, point. Brian. <laughs> and I realized as the words were coming out of my mouth, I was like, I know that's not good. I mean, it's, could I eat it because it was like salty enough that yeah. I could like eat it without gagging? Yeah. But like, if I want a slice of pizza and I have that, is that pizza? Is that going to be good pizza to me? No. No. I'm thinking the Capella's Noki because you have all the chicken and the cheese and everything. You're not even, but then I'm like, why even just don't have, just make chicken Parmesan. Don't have Noki with it. Have a salad. Look, I don't mean to discourage you. Yeah. I'm just no, I'm going to try. I'm going to try it. I'll see. I'll I, see if John will recognize if he'll if he spits it out, or if he says, "Oh, this is good gnocchi." gnocchi. The we'll gnocchi is going to be good. And actually, I eat my words because as soon as we're done, I'm about to get up and go and microwave a um stamp kitchen. Uh, I mean, Snap Kitchen. Snap. Uh, wait, Snap Kitchen is different than Hungry Root. What is Snap Kitchen? Snap Kitchen is like a brand that sent they sent me through Hungry Root. Okay. Hungry Root is just like a service. They have their own stuff, but they also have like regular groceries too. It's honestly groceries. It's a hundred dollars a week. Okay, groceries are going to cost a hundred dollars a week anyway. If I got the same stuff on Amazon or Whole Foods or something, it would probably cost me that plus more because. It's just, it's so easy. It's like, set it and forget it. I pick what I want. They send it, they ship it to me in a box. I, it costs me a hundred dollars a week. I don't have to go to the grocery store except for like a few like supplemental things here and there. I love it. But, um, they made a, a gluten-free cacio e pepe with chicken that I'm going to eat for dinner. So it's basically that exact same thing. Oh, that does sound good. I mean, I don't know if it'll be good or not. It's like pre-made. Um, all right. I just got a text saying I have to pick up my cat's drugs in the okay, next half okay. hour. Okay. Really fast. I'll just say what yeah. I'll buy was something I already did buy. I went on like a total shopping spree on Amazon for beauty products because I'm poor. I should have gone on Sephora or something. I didn't, but I bought a bunch of goop products. They just came today. And I'll tell you, I mean, the cheap, the new cheap goop stuff to try. Okay. So I got from Good Clean Goop. So I ordered and it came today. I got the body facial exfoliating scrub, the Good Clean Group, the Naked Elixir body oil, and the healthy aging facial serum. Wait, fuck. I meant to get the eye cream. Did I get that? Oh, you know what? I decided not to get the eye cream because I, I decided that I'm I don't believe in eye cream anymore. Right, right, right. <laughs> Ideological. I think you opposed. can just use regular lotion as your eye cream. Yeah. This is what I think. Uh so you've tried these or not yet? You just got no, them. No, they just they're All still right. I haven't unpacked it yet. I just got the box. Well, we'll, we'll be on pins and needles next week. We will learn the results. 
I'll report back. Also, will you guys please let me know if you think, especially if anyone's like over 35, will you please like tell me if you use eye cream? Do you think it's good? Do you think you can just use regular lotion on your eyes? Like, is it really different? I've always kind of felt like it was like a marketing bullshit thing. But now that I'm getting a little older, I feel like I need a little bit more help. Should I be using this? Please tell me. Uh, would be good to know. I also don't use eye cream, but like I put, like I usually will take like a little dab of the lotion that I'm doing and I'll just go like where I would do eye cream, like under my eye and then like on my like eyebrow and it doesn't like irritate my eyes or anything. I just feel Mm. like that's fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. And I would buy, of course, the, um, hair kit. Deeply discounted. Uh, I will not be buying anything though because, um, like always, I spent too much for Christmas. I spent so much fucking money. I'm an idiot and I hate myself, but I love you. Thank you for listening. All right, thanks so much for listening. Sorry, this uh, was so long. I hope it wasn't really boring. <laughs> no, I think it was good. The both the receipts were interesting, and honestly, the receipt is giving more than Goop has in a while. So the receipt is like my favorite thing. If you guys hate the receipt, I know some people hate it. Don't understand why we read it every week, but. I don't know. It's really interesting to us, so we will keep doing it. Sorry. Okay, guys. Uh, We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.